Praise Jesus. Praise the Lord. God is good. It's not a jargon, it's real. Praise the Lord. We've been talking about demons and how to deal with them, right? Today we'll be dealing with some in our lives. Praise the Lord. Listen, as an apostle over your life, I want to prophesy to you this morning that the marry, no, you will marry. Amen. Hallelujah. I said, the marry, no, you will do what? Thank you. Not only that, you see that business, no, it will succeed. Amen. I said, the business will succeed. Amen. Now, not only that, I want to further tell you that you will collide with prosperity constantly. Amen. Whatever you do, you will see prosperity on your life. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Because this, this man, the enemy will give way. Oh yeah, he will. A, a lot of things that have been established over the years, this month, by the permanent covenant, everlasting covenant of the blood, it will be rolled away. Praise the Lord. We will replace the covenant of God hmm, with all the nonsense that has been happening in our families. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, we've been studying on how to deal with demons. But before we, we go into the proper way of dealing with them, we have to know their nature. Praise the Lord. So we are still on the topic, the nature of demons. Now, last week I spoke to you about how they are very organized. You remember? They don't break their ranks. When you, you think that the devil is doing any, anything anyway, anyhow, it means you don't know the devil. You think that is a class one boy. No. It can be nasty, but in that nastiness, there is order. And I explained to you last week that the demon of fornication, adultery does not set in, except the demon of lust comes in. Praise the Lord. So we are, we are studying and I'm teaching you how to deal with them. When you find out that the demonic fight is real, I'm not talking about that. You, have, you had a dream and you started, <laughs> not that one, please. I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about the plain sight demonic influences that you don't know or you are not aware of. For example, when you begin to feel pain in your heart because of someone, is a demonic influence. I explained to you that demons cannot possess a believer, but they can influence a believer. Do you get it? Put your hand on your chest. Say in the name of Jesus. Nobody will offend me because I cannot be offended. Say like you mean it. Say I cannot be offended in the name of Jesus. Please, when somebody does something against you, you get angry. It is my right. It we know. But what power are you producing with that anger? Say, I cannot be offended. I refuse to be offended. In the name of Jesus. Say, I will forgive. Say it. Say, I forgive. Anyone who has ever hurt me. Say, I will not harbor bitterness. I will not harbor pain. Say, I love everyone. In the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. 
Now, some of these confessions, they make you right. <laughs> so, last week, you spoke about how the enemy has got strategies. You remember? And I told you that when demons want to operate, they will make you what they are. If, so, if you find out that... Okay. Um, let's go to Gal uh, Galatians 5, right? Let's do, let's do from 19. Let's see verse 19. Let's go down. Let me read something. Uh, have you seen it? Look here. Now the works of the flesh are what? Manifest. So in other words, if you want to see the works of the flesh, the things that are not spiritual, they manifest this way. Which are these? Ready? Let's go. Read together. Go. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, sedition, heresies, envy, murder, drunkenness, revealing, and, and such like, and yes, sir, of which I tell you before, as I have, I have always told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, so those are the things of the flesh, right? Now, let, let's enter the next one. But, so those people who practice these things, they don't have the fruit of the spirit. They don't have the ability of the spirit in them. But we see them come into the nature of the one who has the ability of the spirit of God in him. Do you understand? Now, let's look at what the spirit of God produces. Ready, go. But the fruit of the spirit is what? Uh-huh. 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 Let's go. So, have you seen the contrast? Two different things. Envies, murders, all those things. Those are the things that come from the flesh. And they are incited by the flesh. So, when, when demons want to operate and want to get you, they bring you into the realm where you begin to carry this kind of aura. You are angry. You are sad. Nobody has done anything to you. You want to, you want to cry. It's a demonic thing. Do you understand what's happening? Now, understand that when I teach you about demons, I'm not saying demons are powerful, but I'm teaching you how to overcome them. Praise the Lord. I'm teaching you how to do what? So let's go to Matthew 12, 43. Matthew 4, 12. Matthew 12, 43. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest and findeth none. You remember I told you last week, that any church that is not ordered, organized, for example, you come to church, Osha says, sit here, you have a problem with it. It means that you don't want to follow order. Even demons follow order. Even demons, they follow order. Pastor say, pastor has given instruction to the leaders. They are doing things according to order. You got there now. You don't understand. You don't know what is happening. Listen, you came to be blessed. Come and be blessed. 
You see, obedience is better than what? Uh-huh. So we saw last week that they walk to dry places and they make sure that they go back and visit where they left. What does it tell you? It means that demons don't live your life permanently. Oh, they don't live your life. So you want to have one time victory for the rest of your life. That will be the first and the last victory you will ever have. Praise the Lord. Are you listening to me? Now, what I'm trying to bring to you this morning is this. You have to be constant in what you do. Have you seen that your stomach will talk to you if you don't eat after three days? I want to digest something. I want to eat something, right? It is the same way spiritually. If you don't deal with the devil, he will keep coming back. And most of the people that the devil has beaten hands down, they are the people he has put in the bag. He knows that they can't get him. So he just, those people, he doesn't even concentrate on them. Because anytime he can just go there and afflict pain and move on. But that should not be the believer. Praise the Lord. The believer must have a cutting edge spiritual strength. What, what I'm trying to say is that when the devil knocks on your door in the afternoon, let him know that I was born prepared. When he comes in the evening, tell him, Adon, I woke up and I dealt with you. He comes in the middle of the night, tell him, I've been praying long enough. Any time, any season, I am well able to face you. Now, let me tell you quickly. Some of these things, our fathers couldn't deal with them. It has become you and I, our responsibility to deal with them. So if, if you are in that state, for example, if you look at your father's life and you don't want to be like your father, what it means is that your father fought something but he couldn't defeat the thing. So right now it is your fight. Do you understand? Do you understand what I'm telling you? I'm talking about demonic influences here. Their nature. Now, demons lack bodies so they seek to possess a body human bodies so that they can have expressions through them. Do you understand what's happening here? Human bodies give demons their widest range of expression. Demons give him, human beings, you and I, like human beings, everyone working on the earth, they give demons the ability to express themselves the way they want to express. There's a demon that makes people lie. There's a demon that makes people steal. There's a demon that makes people fornicate. There's a demon that makes people kill or murder. There's a demon that makes people, they like rowdiness and war. They are, there's a demon responsible for all of that. Now, the issue is this. People will think that they are carrying out what they want to do. But the truth is that there's a demon inciting you. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? So, you get to a place. The people are so rowdy. A little bit they insult. They into be they fight. You know them, right? <clears throat> At some places, when you go, you it be fights. So you fight, ah, then you stop. What again? Fight. Stop. They are known for fighting. We say there's a warrior spirit in them. A dear warrior. Did they win all their fights in the olden days? 
If they are truly warriors, why did the white people come to take over? My point is simple. My point is simple. When people begin to manifest those kind of things, it is a sign that that kind of demon is influencing them. Have you seen the spirit of God on a man? That's what we read. But the spirit of God, the fruit of the spirit is gentle. Praise the Lord. So we see that demons lack bodies, so they seek to possess human bodies to carry out their endeavors. You will never hear that a demon went to rape somebody. But the demon wants to rape. Oh. Then he will enter a man. Lately, the women to rape. Mm -hmm. Then they, will, they molest the person or whatever they want to do. The point is this. The enemy stands against people when it is time for them to do well. Give me Mark 5, verse 8. Mark 5, verse 8. Are you learning something this morning? I said, demons cannot do anything in this world without human bodies. They need human bodies to have full expression. God too cannot do anything in this world except you give him your body. So to whom you yield your members, you become a slave to. That's what scripture says. For he said unto him, come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. If he was not in the man, Jesus would not tell him to come out of the man. What he means is that he needs a human body to function. Let's, let's go to the same chapter 9 verse 25. The same Mark chapter 9 verse 25. Are you, have you seen what's happening? When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit. So the person is standing there, and Jesus is speaking to the spirit in the person. Do you understand? What it means is that demons cannot function except we yield, human bodies are yielded to them. If you don't give them a way to function in your life, they have nothing to do. Saying unto him, thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. So we see clearly that demons would like to enter a place. The next thing I'll say is this. They are patient and well planned. Having strategies and intellect. <coughs> I'll take you to a story in the Bible. Do you remember Balaam and Balak? You remember? Balaam was a king who stood against the nation of Israel. And Balak was a prophet. But if you read about him carefully, he wasn't a prophet of God. He was, he was like uh, an enchanter, a juju man. But he was so powerful, so the whole nation believed in him. And they went to call this Balak guy. And they brought Balak. They said, Balak, please, this nation called Israel, they want to do well. But 
We don't know how to stop them. We have heard that their God parted the Red Sea for them and they walked through. We have heard so many miracles that whilst they were getting to this place, their God killed, destroyed so many nations for them. So it looks like we are a threat because they are coming our way. So curse them before they get here. He said, okay. So anytime he tried to speak, because he would do the rituals, then he will begin to speak. But when he said, I turns into, I bless you. So God changed his tongue. So anytime he wants to speak a curse, then it will change into a blessing. What is that supposed to mean? It means that that guy's mouth is very powerful. So everything he says actually comes to pass. So right now, instead of the curse, God now changed the blessing on his tongue, the curse on his tongue to become a blessing. Do you understand? That's just by the way. Good. Now, after several times, he couldn't do anything because he was giving money to even curse. It didn't work. Then he went and then went to pray. That guy, I'm telling you what happened. He went to pray, sought after his gods, and then asked of a strategy from his gods and asked, how can this nation of Israel be defeated? You remember I told you that the enemy has got tricks. He has got intellect. He can reason. He is not a fool. The Bible calls him, what does that mean? He's, he's sly. He's very, very brainy. So what happened? Now he went to tell Balaam that the only way you can destroy the nation called Israel is to make your women marry their men. Why? You see, it is a long strategy. Because to marry a person, it will take courtship. If not courtship, it will take the ability to see the person, go and talk to the person. We want to marry you. We want to do this. The family will come and sit together, do party. Some people too chop under the wedding ceremony. When they finish that, before the family will go away, then they begin to burn. That's why I told you that one of the attributes, the natures of demons is that they are patient. If they left you three, four months ago, they will revisit after five months. So look at what this Balak guy told them. He said, tell them that they should go and marry their women and marry their men. They should intermarry. And the Lord who has told the children of Israel, don't intermarry other nations. Because eventually their heart will be turned from thee. Can I tell you a story? That is where Jezebel entered into Israel. Jezebel is an offshoot of all that plan. When did Jezebel come? After King David has become king. Long ago before Jezebel came. Do you understand? What am I trying to tell you? They are patient. If it is 100 years, 200 years, they don't mind. Once they know that their strategy will bring them a strong covenant in a family, they don't mind. You just go and carry a leaf, pour small libation, put it somewhere under. Demons know the longer they stay in a place, the more solid they become in the place. They know. Because when they take one ground, they don't stay there alone. They begin to invite other guys. When I say other guys, you understand? Demons. And draw them in. For example, you find out that there's a demon of polygamy. There's a demon of poverty. There's a demon of chronic illness. There's a certain, there are certain demons who fight in certain times and ages. There's a certain family. 
all the men, when you get to 50, they will try you with stroke and see. They want to find out whether your spiritual strength is there. If you cannot, then they defeat you. Others to it is heart attack. Don't get it twisted. These are the plans of demons. They take their time to plan their course. So when you think that demons are just something you just, they just no, no, no. They've been living with your father's father before you were born. So they know the weakness of the family and they know how to attack the family. I don't want you to be ignorant. I never ever want you to be ignorant. So that when you begin to do your things, for example, a mother uh, marries, let's say a guy, two people marry, and then the mother divorces. You find out that, and I saw it in my family, I saw it in my family, sir, the, the women, the one who stay with their husband and it looks like everything is going fine, they kill the husband. But once the husband pushes you out of the house, you can live long. But if the husband say, I'll, I'll do what is right, I'll be godly and I'll serve the Lord and I'll love you God's way, they'll find ways and means of killing the man. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, they are long-term planners and they are intelligent. They really sit down to calculate their events and the way they want it to play out. Mm -hmm. When Jesus saw, he called the spirit dumb and deaf spirit. What he means is that there was a spirit in the man that stopped the man from speaking. That stopped the man from hearing. So, demons can hinder the operation of your body. Have you seen their nature? I remember one time I was going to pray for a woman. In fact, no, no I won't say that story. This one who in a service, I was prophesying like I normally do. All of a sudden, I saw an angel appear. And he was holding on a plate human being intestines. I saw from the heart to here. Everything in there. And it was on the plate. So, I, and the angel was standing by the woman. And the angel was bumping into the woman like this. So I was, I knew that this one is for the woman. Then I asked the angel, so what do I do? She's, then the angel told me that she's had problems. Everything is gone bad. And her problem is that it's not only the intestines. It is the liver, the kidney, everything. And apparently, even the heart Apparently, that is the sickness that kills their family. So when I got there, I said, Madam, the Lord is showing me. I see an angel standing by you, so, so, and so, and so, and so. And she said, yes. Last week, I went to the hospital because I was not feeling fine. When I got there, the, the doctor said, it is not only my intestines. It is kidney, liver, heart. <laughs> and, and so the doctor told me that I'm going to die very fast. The doctor said to her, she's going to die very fast. And this is a woman around 50-something. And, and then she said to me, this is the same thing that killed my mother. Do you understand? Listen, they know how to replicate patterns. They are strategic. So when you are dealing with the devil eh, or demons, be strong in your faith. We fight the good fight of... The Bible says by the shield of... You'll be able to block all the darts of the enemy. So it is your faith that will block them. Now, faith will give you the place to start all over and crash them. Never forget this statement. Praise the Lord. So I'm showing you this morning that demons have got strategies. 
Some of the strategies you'll be shocked. Some of the strategies you'll be shocked. Let me tell you something. I was young. You are benefiting from this. I was young. This is my life story, my family life story. I was brought up by my grandma who is Assemblies of God. I was baptized at the age of 17. By the time I was 14, 15, I saw my mother come to our house because I was living with my, ma my grandma. My, my mother would visit us and she would be in the washroom and I'll hear her chant something. She'll be here. So I'll be wondering what was that. So one day, my grandma went to find some of the books that my mom was reading. And then my grandma looked at it and my grandma screamed. And my grandma said, I am trying to get poverty out of our family. And you are reintroducing poverty into the family. That's what my grandma said. Then do you know what? My grandma called me and said, Nanayal, Kofi, serve the Lord. Because what your mom is doing, if you don't take care, she'll bring poverty to your lives. I said, what do you mean? Then she said, your, the book that your mom is reading, the whole world, it is the highest occultic organization. They combine everything and worship everything. They do astral projecting and everything. I said, eh. That time, too, I don't know what she's talking about. Too. It was just, but somewhere, somewhere, it has never left me. Notice something. Apparently, when my mom was young, she always wanted to go get close to God, but she didn't know how. So she got introduced to these occultic people, and she thought that that is the proper way of God. Because she didn't grow up with my grandma, who, is, who taught me Christianity. By the time she came back from Germany, she was already old. So if you look at the way the life is going, I saw poverty. When I say I saw poverty, you don't get it there. Some way, somehow, you want to go to school. You want to study, and there's nobody to pay for your school fees. I'm one of the pioneers of working part-time and going to school part-time. I'm telling you. The reason why I'm saying this is because it was so hard. But some way, somehow, my grandma, who was very, very educated, very, very blessed, her life was different from my mother. The more my mom grew old, the more poorer she became. So I was asking myself, ah, these occultic people that they are very rich in town, this woman, she couldn't, if she's occultic, she couldn't do some. Do you understand what I'm saying? Listen, apparently, what the Lord has shown my grandma was that anyone in my family, my family, where my grandma, my mom's come, they come from, when you worship another God, the thing that they bring as a symbol that you worship them is poverty. You may be here, and I'm saying this story, and you, you are hearing it. Maybe your own is not occultism. Maybe your own, is, your own is idol worship. Maybe you were pushed to go and bow down to a certain demon, a certain clay, a certain leaf, a certain statue. Listen, it is. Some people, too, they don't see anything. All they know is that their father will stand in the middle and pour libation, pour some alcohol, and talk, talk some things, and they go. They think that Poppy just they do something. He's not doing something. He's doing the real something. Do you get it? He's not just doing something useless. But he's actually producing certain results. Inviting demons in. Because demons without the work of human beings have no power. So I have to bring it to you. So the boy became deaf and dumb because the spirit was in him. 
what it means is that if not that that spirit was in the boy, he shouldn't be deaf and he shouldn't be dumb. Some of you, that the problem that you are facing, it is infliction of demons. Demons are fighting you everywhere. Because why? A certain father introduced demons into the family. Praise the Lord. Do you understand? Now, maybe you don't understand what I'm talking about. The, Bible, the word of God says his word is settled in heaven. Which one? Every word that he, God, spoke or gave to a man to speak. Do you know there's a difference? You read certain parts of the Bible and Paul will say, I am writing to you and this is my opinion. That one is different. But when the Lord says, I, the Lord, tell the people I said, that one is the word of God. You can't do anything about it. And one of the things is this. For example, in the olden days, it is said that when a man sleeps or molests any, his family member, he'll be cursed to the 10th generation. Do you understand? It takes one sacrifice to bring the person out. The sacrifice of Jesus Christ. It is the only thing that can re reverse that curse. That thing still stands to today. Are you listening to me? And demons, sometimes, let me show you something. Demons, they know the word of God. And they know that the word of God is powerful and the word of God works. So what they do is that they make you commit against the word of God so that the judgment of God will come up against human beings. Do you understand? A typical example is what happened in the Garden of Eden. He, the plan of the devil is that he will corrupt that which God loves so that God would kill what he loves. Because any soul that sins must what? So he thought that God would kill Adam and Eve because they have sinned. He didn't know that God would kill himself for them. You get what is happening? So demons are, they are like strategists. They plan. They make sure that people fall when they are supposed to be standing. Another thing I'll tell you is this. They are patient and well planned. They have strategies and they have intellect. I've explained that, right? Yes. The next one is this. That's why you can find it in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 11. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 11. Let's do Ephesians 6 verse 11 quickly. Then I'll stop. I think I'll finish with this point. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to do what? Stand the wiles of the devil. Wiles, I spoke to you last time. It is the trickery. So if you don't know that he's in tricky, you think that you are just playing with some innocent devil or devil who is not smart. No, he's calculative. He can calculate your life eh? you'll be shocked. Ah, there's a pattern I can show you. The Bible says that and Sarah was so beautiful as an old woman. Two kings wanted to marry her. Hey! Maybe, maybe you don't remember the Lord God called Abraham when he was 75. 70 what? A 75-year-old man, his wife. How old was Sarah when she gave birth? 90. What it means is that the time that Abraham was 75 and the, he heard the call of God the first time in his life, his wife was how many years old? 65. With car retirement. The woman was walking and people were doing s -s 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 -s. 
Do you understand? Good. Now, this pattern played out that he came to the place where his son also went, went to take a wife. His son, he, his son too hard to lie that the wife is not actually his wife. So, the devil will make the father lie and make the son lie. Because why? They both like beautiful women. The Bible says, and this one was fair. Now, let's look at another pattern. He entered the life of Jacob. Jacob was going to marry a certain woman. Right? Rachel. And then when he decided to work for her seven years, the father-in-law switched. I don't know why he didn't look at her face. That question, I still don't get it. But, so, the father switched and gave Leah. Then, after in the morning, he found out that it is not the right meat. It is the wrong meat. Then, he went to the father complain. He said, you gave me the wrong woman I paid for. Then the father said, but the Bible said that this one was very, very beautiful. But this, the other one, the, the teeth was like this. <laughs> That's just by the way. So, when, when the father, he confronted, the father said, no, in our family, the grown-up will marry before the young one. So that's how it's supposed to be. He said, okay, I'll work another seven years. What does it mean? It means that their weakness is fine women. The Bible says that, and they were fair to behold. Obakoko. Uh -huh. Plantain chips. Into Hukoko, plantain chips. But now she said, the whole body is doing something. So the devil will use that pattern. Check their life. All of them, they have problems. All of them. I said, the devil, he's been here long ago. So he knows the trick that will work against you. But the point is this. If you fall on the ability of the spirit, you also outwit him. That is, what, that is how it is. If you fall on the spirit, you will outwit him. Praise the Lord. Let's read this one. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. Lest Satan should take advantage of us. For we are not ignorant of his devices. What, what is Paul talking about here? We should not be ignorant of how the devil schemes. Praise the Lord. Oh, me, I'm strong. When I go to the nightclub, eh, eh, no, you are not strong. You are not. I'm you are not strong. Let me show you. Do you think that the devil will just take you to a club where there's nudity all of a sudden? No, he won't do that. He will first take you to a place where the song is mild. Then you'll be there. After a while, then you open another song that is a little upgrade of what you'll be enjoying. That's why sometimes I wonder how the same mouth that you to say, we thank you, Lord. Kadosh, kadosh. Oh, no, no, no. The two, sagaya. Oh. Eh? They're here in Abana and say, What's he saying? Black hole. Hey! Do, I mean, do you understand what's happening? Yeah. Listen, the devil will take his time to. It is a bait and switch. So he'll keep baiting you. Or she shall. Or she shall. Why do you think that when you become spiritual pair, the devil quickly fights you so that you don't climb up. He wants to keep you down. Sometimes it is after a good prayer time. No, that, that 
that is the time that your heart it goes erase like two million <laughs> beats per, per second. Your heart is beating. Why? Because he knows that your spirituality is the end game for him. Your, your strong spirituality, when you become connected to Christ, spiritually minded, connecting yourself to Jesus, when you, are, when you become more spiritual, you pray, you read, you love, you, you sing, you adore, you serve the Lord, you give your, your time, your efforts, your days, everything to God, he knows that he has lost the battle. Because why? The more you keep going, the more stronger you become in God. But the more you keep, oh, let me listen to this song, Kakra. Let me go here, Kakra. Let me eat this food, Kakra. Let me go and chill here, Kakra. Then the devil will be putting in Kakra. Kakra. Because he won't come at once. You'll be keep coming, Kakra, 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 till you fall. First Peter chapter 5, verse 8. So that Satan will not outsmart us, for we are familiar with his evil schemes. I told you, one of the things that will hurt people who will go to hell, they'll get to hell and they'll see Satan laughing at them. <laughs> uh, Satan will say, you came here. After Jesus shed his blood on the cross, you don't like that one. You want to follow evil. <laughs> oh yeah, come. And they, the demons will be beating them in hell. Do you know that the demons of wickedness, right? If they can't get anybody to do wickedness against them, they do it against themselves. That is why one voodoo can fight another voodoo. Yo, I'm teaching you. Be sober. Be vigilante. It, it, I don't know, it sounds like French. It's not French. Eh? I don't know why it feels like it sounds like French. You are not talking at all. So what is that word in French? It's vigilante. Without a T, vigilant. A silent T. If the T is there, why do you silence it? Okay, so be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. Now notice, I said this last time, I say it again. The devil will have to seek. Why does, does he have to seek? Because he can enter a wrong house. There are certain people, when the devil attacks them, and the devil defeats them, they have to go back 300 years to strategize. Because some, yes, because some of the strategies they've used till they've gotten to where they've gotten. Like for example, in a city like Accra, it will not take two days of prayer to, to rededicate the whole city of Accra into the hands of God. It will take about 10 to 15 years of prayer. Yes. That's why when I say, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. The territory we find ourselves in, let's be strong there for God. The reason is because whilst you are praying to Jesus and you are saying, Lord, let your will be done in this place. Let your will be done in this place. There are other people to throwing. Some people too, they get up in the morning and they shout some shouting, you know. All kinds of spirits are engaged. So in a city... Before the city is taken for God, there must be this soul consecration to prayer and to the teaching of the word. Because demons are empowered, the more people worship them. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, 
walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He's seeking people to devour. He's seeking. Now, when the devil, for example, let me show you another thing. When you have ever prayed for two hours, <laughs> you are marked for the devil. Hello. You see, I started by telling, I don't want you to be afraid. It's not like he's more powerful than Jesus who is in you. But it is that you have destroyed a lot of his work, so he has marked you down. Do you understand? If you're a mother who prays, the devil will mark you down. If you're a father who prays, the devil will say, eh, okay, you've destroyed my works. If you pray for your children, my daughter is in school, she'll call me and there are projections in the school against her. They did a gospel show. It went well. Everything went well. There was deliverance and everything according to her. Then she finishes everything. She's walking. All of a sudden, she feels sad. She's trying to find out why she's sad. She can't locate the thing, but she's sad. I had to break the spirit of her. Do you understand? Imagine, say, I'm the father. I don't know how to do break and lose. Are we learning something? Do you understand what's happening? Now, one last thing I'll talk about before we close. Their number one strategy is to attack the word of God in our lives. Their number one strategy is to do what? So please, when you come to church and you are sleeping, try. I say, when you are sleeping, try, oh, try. When you, you are sleeping because you want to spend the night out and you come to church, those people, when they are doing that, Take your head off because they may bite off your head. <laughs> and so when the yawn is very, very wide, oh, um, before you see your head is gone. Praise the Lord. You have to be careful when the word of God is being preached and you are not smart because when the word is being preached, revelations flow. Are you there? Genesis chapter 3 verse 1. Genesis chapter 3 verse 1. And then when you finish Genesis chapter 3, you do 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 3. Now, look at something. Are you ready? Now, the serpent was more cunning. Give me another version. The word cunning. Now, the serpent was more shrewdest. Was the shrewdest of all. Who guys that word know? This guy be shrewd guy. That is a guy I know, or he's very he's a he's a fraudster. I think that's the proper word. Fraud. The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, Did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the tree in the garden? Was that what God said? He said, Do not eat of the tree. Of the knowledge of good and evil, which is in the center of the garden. Did God say don't eat any tree at all? No. So you see, when he comes and he begins to ask you questions, like I told you last time, when you see your boss's money, you know it's not your money. Then you remember that your boss has not been treating you right. This money that is here, my boss doesn't treat me right. It is my time to pay back. Say what they are costing. 
So you would think that you are being smart. No. The devil is attacking you. Can I tell you something? Some people, no devil can steal from them until they steal from another. Yes. Yes. Because the, he, he knows, the devil knows that he, most of the time he can't stop you. He needs you to act. Based on your action, that he can stop you. That's how he works. Praise the Lord. Give me another version. I want us to see many forms of this word. The shrewdest. You know. Now the serpent was more subtle and crafty. <laughs> he was more subtle. When they say somebody is subtle, it means that he can walk to you and you know that he's the killer. You know that he's the one who is coming to do the bad. He can walk to you. Oh, hello. How are you? How is everything? Everything is fine. Oh, we bless God. Obekun. Yes. Oh, have you eaten? Is everything okay? Oh, oh take more. Take more. Anyen. A lot of the witches in our family, that's how they are. You calculate and see, you see. That auntie that loves everyone. Nobody can have a problem with her. She only has a problem with the one who prays. Anyen. It's not the one at your home. I beg you. Come and see, pastor said, you've been praying. I've been praying. You have a problem with me, but you are nice with everybody. So, pastor said, you are the witch. Please, I didn't say that. What I'm saying here is this. Their attribute is that they can come to you and make you feel like they are the nicest of people. Oh, hello. Hello. They talk to you very nice. When they turn, they are the one who release the news about you. The gossip, they start the topic and they fire it. And they are crafty. Let me show you. Let me show you how to locate a witch in your family. This is a practical way. Listen carefully. These are the people that they cannot go three months without a problem starting through them in the family. When people are happy, they don't know why you should be happy. When people are climbing, why are you climbing? When people are living their life the way God wants to bless them for them to flourish, those people don't like it. You'll be there, they'll go call you. Have you seen this person's 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 person? That person, there's a problem. They'll gossip, finish and say, help. Help how? Praise the Lord. Help, say, say. Do you understand what's happening? These are things that happen in families. So you have to be smart and know the strategy. You see, the serpent was subtle and crafty than any living creature. Any living creature. Hey! So it means that even though the lion is the king of the jungle, he's not smarter than the serpent. Hmm. Do you get it? The elephant is the biggest. He can break all the trees in the jungle and walk on everyone. But when it comes to using the brain and be smart, it is the, the, the serpent. Why? Why? Because apart from the fact that he's subtle, he's crafty. I don't want us to be ignorant of the craftiness of the devil. He uses these things. So, so sometimes 
Do you think that as a pastor, is everybody who walks up to me, the Lord has not spoken to me about anybody, but somebody walks up to me and begins to talk to me. Do you think I just open my heart and open my ear and listen? That is the time I begin to ask, Holy Spirit, what is going on here? If the Holy Ghost has not directed me to you, forget it. By the way, as a pastor, I have a lot of you. I don't need a new friend. Are you not my friend? Are you not my friend? Are you not? Are you, not? you are all my friends. So I don't lack friends. So when somebody comes into my life and you are touching giddy, 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 I begin to ask, what do you want? And the next, the next one too is this, that I'm careful of. People that, when I stand here, because I pray long to come and stand here to preach to you. All the preaching I do here is not enough for you. It's only your one-on-one that to solve your problems. I am worried of those people. I'm very, very careful. Oh, I'm telling you. I've seen them in the church before. Ah, grace are me. Shepherds, yes, prepare. Prepare. You, they will come. Oh, pastor. Oh, pastor. You are, every time they want to give you something, you have to take your time. Look at the thing. Eh? Eh? Okay. Okay. Pray about it. Ah. It is, they are crafty. Don't allow their craftiness to outwit you. That's why anytime something, ask the Holy Spirit, what is going on? There are certain issues. I'll be praying about it. The Holy Spirit, take your time. Don't rush. Take your time. Then I take my time to deal with it. Other times too, you notice that you have to rush because they say, do it quick. If you don't follow the Holy Spirit, you will crash. Pastor, I have met a girl. You don't know. The girl is nice. She's giving me scholarship. Which scholarship? Which university? Which university are you going to? Which university are you going to? Kumasi Legon. <laughs> and then you don't know what to do with your life. Pastor, pastor. Hey, brother, take your time. Take your time. You pray, you have to take your time and look at it carefully. Because some of the strategies of the devil. And listen, I can tell you, the devil can deliberately build trust with people's character. But some way, somehow, from time to time, they will loosen. They will not be able to hold up the play. They will lose. The Holy Spirit will point it out. When he does, be sharp. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Say, I am not ignorant of the devices of the devil. I know he's clever. And more clever than any other creature upon the earth. But Jesus is wiser than the devil in the name of Jesus. Rise up to your feet with me. Have you learned something? Say, I give the devil no way in my life. Say, I stop the devil from acting and doing things around me that I don't like. Say, in the name of Jesus, I block the speakings, I block the actions, I block the schemes of devils. They will not work against me. In the name of Jesus. Say they shall not work against me. In the name of Jesus. They shall not work against me. In the name of Jesus. Say I block every activity of witchcraft in my family against me. Against my children. Say from today. I don't permit it to continue in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Did you get what I said? How to locate witches. 
people, they call you in the morning, family members. They tell you only bad news. They never call you to say your day is blessed. Mm -mm. Call you, no. Hey, I have not eaten, no. Three days now, I have not eaten. Early morning, what should I do about it? Me too, I'm not going to look for the day out. Now you want to, so what should I do? Pray to your God. Hey, say in the name of Jesus. Say anything that was taken from my hand to use against me, against my blessings, against my promotion. Say in the name of Jesus. I block it in the name of Jesus. Say any token that was taken from me, be it my shoes, my singlet, my clothes, that the enemy, say anything that was taken from my life and was used against me, say in the name of Jesus, I cancel the operations in the name of Jesus. You don't know. Praise the Lord. Adam, come. Say in the name of Jesus. Say right now. Every activity of witchcraft that the enemy has projected against my welfare, my well-being, say in the name of Jesus, I permit it not. Say the blood speaks for me in the name of Jesus. I want us to take the communion now that we can begin to use the blood. Let's bring the communion in. Yesterday I spoke to you, I said, the, the blood of Jesus is, is the sacrifice that he gave for us. So whereas we must give, he gave. Because that's the proper way. Because whatever we give to him does not have the full capacity to appease him. But what he gives to us is the complete blessing. Hallelujah. Are you ready to take the complete blessing? Let's take it. Let's take it in the name of Jesus. Daddy, we thank you for this morning. We bless you. We thank you for the communion. We lift it before you and we declare them sanctified. Good for you is good for the body in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray right now and I decree and I declare. May it cause the blessings to rest upon us. May all the blessings that the communion hold, may we, may we see it in our lives. May we testify that it is true that your word works. It is true that whatever you say works in our lives. Daddy, I thank you. I sanctify it in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name.